Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. This episode is something I've wanted to do for a while now. It's about the products that I always go back to. It's not about, you know, dealing with hormonal acne. It's not about topical active products that I rely on for a specific effect. It's more about just the kind of products that make your skin or my skin feel good. As with any product episode, I would never say I'm vouching for this so you should use it. I feel that we're all so different and our skin changes year to year, season to season. I could tell you what my skin is like, but it doesn't mean if you have the same type of skin that you will love these products in the same way. I feel like skincare, body care is very much down to texture, fragrance or lack thereof, and obviously effects, price point, packaging. There's so many things that come into it. So anything that I mention here is purely, it's all about me. It's all about the products I love. I'm not saying you should use them, but if you do and you love them, let me know. And before we get into my favorites, I would love to know what are the products that you always go back to? Like, it's just... Even if you were to try something else, you always go back to that product. For an example for me is I've been avoiding repurchasing the Elemis cleansing balm because I just keep looking for perhaps cheaper alternatives. It's just this product that I can't get out of my head and nothing seems to compare. I'm not talking about that product in this episode because I have completely run out of it. But yeah, I just gave that as an example. I would love to know what your favorites are. Get in touch over at Beauty Me Podcast. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram or feel free to email me beautymepodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into it. So the first one I'm picking up is, and it's definitely something I have mentioned before. I think I mentioned it in my Maskne episode, which was, let me just try and find out what number that is because... Some of you might be dealing with it now. I had a really bad time with maskne. Probably when we first, well, it says here April 2021. So that was probably the height of my maskne. I think it started towards the latter end of 2020. And just, it kept coming for me all through 2021 until I found this product. It's the La Roche-Posay Tolerian Ultra 8 daily soothing hydrating concentrate it's a spray formula it has zero alcohol zero perfume I cannot even tell you what it does I just know that when this runs out I buy it straight away it's a no-brainer there's no discussion I think it's around 18 pounds it's so it's not cheap for something that literally looks like a water bottle it just keeps my skin happy Even if I'm having the hormonal breakouts and even if there's redness or there's inflammation, this product is what I go to straight after cleansing. So I'll cleanse in the morning, maybe let my face air dry, spray some of this on, or maybe I won't use it first thing, but I'll do my moisturizer, spray some of it on, leave it to settle, then put my SPF on, or I'll layer it before my moisturizer after serum. Or I'll even use it to set my makeup. It's definitely not advertised as a makeup setting product. For me, I feel like setting sprays, some of them are amazing, don't get me wrong. Some of them just don't do anything. So 
as I use this product so much, I figure it's fine to set my makeup. You just obviously have to be careful as it's water-based. It really depends on the kind of foundation you're wearing that day because obviously water and oil don't really mix. You can have issues there with patchiness. So I'm definitely not recommending it as a setting spray. I just know I can get away with it. And I use quite a few different foundations. But this has just been... It was my savior when I had maskne. A friend of mine, Emma, who's an esthetician, she told me to skip oils as a form of hydration because they were kind of tricking my skin into looking hydrated when really it was very dry and actually quite irritated underneath. This Tellurian spray is just, it's become my skin's best friend. Honestly, it's, it's just that deep. It's like my best friend. I wouldn't replace this. Another perhaps similar product, but it's not the same. I see this product as skin prep and it was recommended by a former guest who has now become my friend, Aoife Cullen. She is an amazing makeup artist. I had Aoife back on, I think it was, oh, I didn't even tell you the number of my maskne episode it was actually about my hydration tips for maskne and it's episode 74 so if you want to hear all of the other products that i mentioned that helped me with my maskne that's the one for you but back to Efa, who's the person that recommended this i can't I, I just love this product she was on episode 112 and that was back in february this year Eva is a fascinating guest because she's very into beauty, but more like the the not so standard side. I'd actually kind of call it almost like ugly slash beauty, alien like beauty. She's not interested in being beautiful for viewers. She's interested in creating characters with her face. And she mentioned this product when she came on the show. And it's so good that I've bought it probably three times now, but I didn't get my hands on the third purchase for a long time. I kept going to my local boots and one day I went there to look for Clinisooth. That's what I'm talking about. It's Clinisooth Skin Purifier. And I had a really, really bad customer service from like one, two, three people in a row. And... I searched the aisles myself. I'd been doing it probably for a couple of weeks, just trying to find this Clinis Soothe skin purifier. Couldn't find it. I won't go down the boot story today, um, but I finally just bought it online on the Clinis Soothe website. And Aoife told me about this. And again, I think it's one of those products you can't necessarily put your finger on exactly what it does, but it's just very calming and it says purifying, but it's it's not purifying in that sense of, you know, when you feel so stripped, like it's purifying and decongesting and it's not that. It's just soothing. It kind of smells a little bit like chlorine, you know, like swimming pool, which I don't mind. But even if you don't like that smell, I feel like the benefits far outweigh the scent. It's on the front, it says protects skin from pollutants and impurities, prevents breakouts and promotes rapid recovery. And I'm just like, tick, tick, tick. It does all of those things. Again, it's like that Tellurian spray, but it's different. That's why I still I would use both. 
For me, this is what I'll use after cleansing. So I will put quite a bit on a cotton pad and I'll kind of like use it in circular motions just for a tiny bit of exfoliation, but it's kind of like just sweeping it over the face. It instantly just makes you feel fresher and ready for the next steps, whether that's skincare or makeup. And yeah, I can't, I guess I could go into all the ingredients, but it's not really that kind of episode, but I do know that it does give you, you know, the benefits and the technology. It uses hypochlorous technology to purify, cleanse, soothe, balance, protect, calm and recover. And it has a skin neutral pH, so it shouldn't bother anybody. It says suitable for all skin types. It says hypoallergenic, non-toxic, non-irritating, free from alcohol, sulfates, fragrance. It's It skips all that stuff, but still gives you so much. So hopefully that makes sense. Check it out. I bought mine at clinisooth.com and I absolutely love it. And yeah, thanks to Aoife, it's become, it's just part of my skincare family now, probably forever. I have tried to find other products that I would consider to be toners and would be used as that first step after cleansing. And I can't find anything that gives me this level of just feeling clean, refreshed and ready and cared for. I love it. Next up, I've got, oh, it's just made a little noise. I don't know if you heard it. It's a real, I don't even know how long this has been around. It's the Elizabeth Arden eight hour cream skin protectant. If you've ever used it, you'll know it's in that signature white packaging with the little red door, the Elizabeth Arden door. I'm just having a smell of the product. I've I've always felt that it smells quite herbal, like herbally, like it's got herbs in it. Um, and it's just on the back, it says the legendary skincare classic. And it is that it's people use it to moisturize lips, cuticles to my sister would always put it on her eyelids for that dewy look. Apparently it's good for your eyebrows. I know it wouldn't work on mine because it would um it would kind of warm up on my skin over time and just melt. But it's this really pretty kind of pinky peach color. It's not that you would really see color payoff on your lips, but I love wearing it on my lips over a pink lipstick. It's just it's just one of those tubes. Just keep it in your bag. It's like your emergency hand cream. It's yeah, like I said, I love it on lips. You can definitely use it as a highlighter over makeup. It's just one of those products that does it all. I think it even back in the day would probably just say it's good for like cuts and scrapes, you know, if you've got a child or whatever. So it's just one of those, it's just one of those products that you'll see makeup artists have it in their kit. It's just, I don't know how to, how it's managed to set itself apart. I think other products have come and gone and tried to be something similar, but I think it's the texture, perhaps with the fragrance and the kind of lasting gloss that just can't be copied or duped. Actually, just out of curiosity, I was going to end it there, but I'm really curious just to see how long it has been around. So let's have a look. I'm just typing into good old Google when it was first launched. All right, it was developed in 1930. So it's coming up on its 100 year anniversary, clearly. 
And back then, yeah, it was known as an intensive moisturizer and it has become a cult product. And the name, it's, I should have actually said that at the beginning, it's called eight hour cream because it claims to be clinic. It claims that it's clinically proven to moisturize you, your skin, your lips, wherever you're using it for at least eight hours. I've never put it to that test. I just know that I love the formula. Next up, it's something that has kind of earned its place in my skincare wardrobe. The reason I say earned is because it wasn't always there, but it's this product that I will always go back to when everything else is is failing me. If I'm looking for that ultra hydrating moisturizer when it comes to winter or autumn and the the weather's changing and I need that extra boost without ending up with greasy skin or too many layers, I always go back to Dr. Jart's Ceramidin Cream. On the front of the packaging, it says Moisture Retention Shield, and that is exactly how I use it. I will use this at night after I've used my tretinoin, or during the day, I will layer it after my serum. I'll wear it as moisturizer and then put my SPF on. It's like this little hydration sandwich for me. I'm just going to open it up to remind myself of the smell because I think it is, again, it actually reminds me a little bit of that Elizabeth Arden. It's a little bit fresher though. But again, it's definitely got maybe like a lemony herbal kind of scent to it. For me, it just does what it says on the tin. It, it says it's about healthy, hydrated skin. And honestly, I think that's what you get. You don't, you know, like sometimes you can put on a heavier cream at night over your tretinoin, your retinol or your actives, and you can wake up in the morning and most of your face is soft, but maybe you'll have like slightly greasy areas on your forehead or around your nose. This doesn't do that. It's just you wake up with soft skin. I can't explain it. I love it so much. I think it's perfect for, I mean, I definitely lean into sensitive skin. And again, I'm not saying that anyone should go out and buy this, but my skin type is definitely sensitive. And that's something that I only realized once I started dealing with mastny. I just used to think I have oily acne prone skin. So I would kind of attack that and try and get rid of oil. But I didn't realize I had sensitive skin as well. So I had to be really careful about how I approach those oily areas. And for me, this is perfect for my acne prone, sensitive skin when it comes to hydration. I, I can't, I can't go, well, I could go on about this one, but there's just nothing else to say apart from I love it. So it's Ceramidin Cream Dr. Jar. You can buy that pretty much anywhere online. I'm obsessed. So just then I mentioned that I like to layer that Dr. Jar perhaps after a serum and before my SPF. And a serum that I have been buying on repeat again, it's a small bottle though. I mean, most beauty products are, aren't they? This is 30 mil. I'm talking about the CeraVe Hydrating Hyaluronic Acid Serum. I think when this first came out, I just wasn't interested. I was like, there's so many hyaluronic acid serums out there. But what is different about this one is it doesn't really come out like a liquid serum. It's actually like kind of like a light cream. I tend to use three pumps at a time. That might be a little bit too much, but that's what I like to use. It's also got vitamin B5 in it. And as with all CeraVe products, it's got the 
that what they call their three essential ceramides in it. So it's very much about keeping skin hydrated and plump, giving you those good kind of very healthy skin boosting ceramides. This time of year, they're so essential. I've just finished writing a piece about ceramides recently and they're just so essential. It's like, this is the time to wind down that active. I'm not saying get rid of them, but we're going out into cold temperatures, coming back inside to potentially, you know, central heating, which is very hot and stuffy. Then we're getting on public transport or getting in the car. Then we're going to the office potentially. Our skin goes through so much, not to mention, you know, sun damage and ceramides are just that kind of helping hand to keep skin soft and hydrated. So I really, really like this serum. As I said, it's definitely not a liquid type serum. So it's quite cool to just squirt some into your hand and pat it over. Even if you've got a favorite, more liquid serum, put that on first, then put this one on, then your moisturizer, then your SPF, if you're into all that layering. For me, this is a really good one on nights when I'm not doing any tretinoin. I'm just keeping it all about hydration. So I'll just cleanse, use some of this serum and then put perhaps the Dr. Jart Ceramidin on top and I'm done. I can't do slugging. I'm too scared to go there with that extra layer. Um, but using this CeraVe serum with the Dr. Jart Ceramidin, it's kind of good for me. It's working out well for me on hydration nights going to end it with another CeraVe product and it's the hydrating foaming oil cleanser. I can't remember the first time I saw it but I'm pretty sure it was on somebody's Instagram stories and they'd bought it in the US. It came out there first and then when I saw it I think I bought it at Boots actually. Um, back at Boots. This is how much money Boots gets from me but um, yeah I think I bought it at Boots and I was just intrigued because I just thought, how can you be a hydrating, foaming oil cleanser? It didn't make sense to me. But what I like about this cleanser is that you don't need to use it. Like it says, this is my rules, by the way, it says to massage into wet skin. But I actually quite like using this I almost like to imagine it as if it was my first oil cleanse. So if you're, if like me, you're into the double cleanse, you'll know that the first cleanse is usually oil-based to take off makeup. And the second cleanse is usually more gel, water-based to make sure your skin is now clean. So I actually will use this on my made up face to just kind of get things moving around, especially if I can't find my favorite cleansing balm which I mentioned earlier, it's sold out. So I like to use this on my makeup and I will just really spend at least a minute massaging it in. Then I'll put some warm water on my hands and then emulsify it and then I'll wash it off and then I'll do my second cleanse. Or I will always go for this if my skin has been through it that week. It's starting to feel sensitive, whether that's weather related or whether... I did one too many nights of tretinoin and then tried to sneak BHA in there. My skin will let me know. I'll literally get like little tingles everywhere. This is the cleanser I'll go for. I also have the CeraVe hydrating cleanser and I also have the hydrating cream to foam cleanser as well. And I have the salicylic acid cleanser, but it's the hydrating foaming oil cleanser that I reach for when I just need gentle cleansing, even more so than their gentle hydrating cleanser. I will go for the oil one every time. It's just ultra 
gentle, it's soothing, it won't do anything disruptive to my skin, it will just take my makeup off or if it's my first cleanse in the morning and my skin is that sensitive, it will just wake me up. I'm not somebody that can do that whole wake up and splash my face with water. I don't think that anyone that does have more acne prone skin can do that. We kind of have to be a little bit more vigilant with just like ensuring skin is clean. If we're going to be putting makeup on and SPF on it later on and leaving the house, I'm guessing, you know, if you're staying in all day, then a splash of water can't hurt. But for me, I have to use something in the morning and I'd rather that was something ultra gentle that still just gave me a, a you know, a good start. So this is a new addition, but I think I'm on my third bottle now. It's the 236 ml bottle. So it's a decent amount. And yeah, basically my shower has at least five bottles of CeraVe in it. I think I've got all their cleansers now, but this is my favorite. Let me know if it's something that you use. I would love to know if any of these products that I've mentioned are things that you use. I just wanted this episode to be very much, very real. Like this is what I use day to day. Obviously there's other products like SPFs. This has been more in the realm of like prep and cleansing with a little bit of moisturizer. If you're after SPFs, you can definitely search through my episodes. There's a couple in there. But yeah, these are the things that I reach for on the daily. I would love to know if you've used them or what you'd love to use. I'm always just like very nosy, very curious about what other people use. And I'd love to know what my listeners use. So DM me over on Beauty Me Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, or you can DM me on TikTok at Sharice Kenyon. I've also got a newsletter which you can leave comments on. You can sign up for free over at beautymenotes.substat.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you've ever enjoyed an episode of Beauty Me, I would really love it if you could leave the show a five-star review over on Spotify or write up a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.